Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio. Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 and this station. What's good, radio family? The Thomas Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Thomas Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Motobar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Starless Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio Open Mic, open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsportsheadgear.com, and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin body and stronger hair like our face foot hair and 
body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network.
welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the Reality Coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. I'm walking in authority, living life without apology. It's not wrong, dear. I belong here. So you might as well get used to me. My mother may not be the queen. Okay, 
you guys, like I said, it's been a rough one today, but it's all right. We're going to keep this show moving. I don't care what happens. We're going to keep it moving. Hi, Quanisha. Hi, Lorena. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. And if you hear a little bit in the background, just give me a quick moment. We'll get this all situated. But like I said, to God be the glory. I will not let anything stop me from doing what God has hand chosen and trusted me to do, entrusted me with this. Needless to say, y'all, I really got me a microphone, but guess what? I don't know how to use it yet. But I'm going to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, my God. And when I figure it out, y'all know y'all going to hear me all the way from New York to Texas, all the way in Illinois where my nieces are looking at. So y'all hold on. I'm going to get this down and whoop. Boy, it's going to be some hallelujah up in here. Anyway, so needless to say, today's show is so, so, so needed by so many of us because we're going through so much right now. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? You guys, I did not have a topic. Excuse me. Let me quit saying you guys. People, people, I did not have a show topic. And the only reason I'm not saying you guys, because sometimes we manifest things into um, into existence. I was, I was told this by someone who has somewhat become a mentor, and he mentioned something to me, but that's another show. But I am going to practice on not saying you guys. I'm going to say you people of God or people, 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 because I can't say, or I can say women and men, men and women, but you guys, some of you, you're, some of you are not guys on here. You're women. So I need to practice on that. So I'm going to work on that. And thank you to my mentor who brought that up to me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Because we've got to be careful what we say and what we teach into the atmosphere because our words are very powerful. And if some of you know what I'm talking about, let me give you an example. Sometimes you may say, ooh, ooh, I wish, or you may wish something good, bad, or negative on someone, and then it happens, and you're just like, oh, I didn't mean for that to happen. Oh, I'm glad that happened. So our words are powerful, so we got to watch what we say and how we put them out there. So that's what I'm trying to practice on doing. And I need your help to make sure that I stay away from you guys. So if women, if I'm calling you a guy, y'all get on here and put a text in that box that I am a woman. That's the only way we're going to do it. We got to work together because all things work for, together for the good of those that love the Lord. So I need y'all's help with that because that has been a nasty habit that I have formed, but that's okay. God can do all things. Okay. Men and women of God. See, that's one for me, one for the team. But anyway, let me get back to the subject. I was um, I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do for a show topic today? Because I didn't have anything, anything in mind. And so I was talking to my friend, and in our conversation, I realized that there were some things that – there was some pain that I still had on the inside of me but I was still joyful. And I'm just like, how, how is that? How can you be joyful when you're going through pain? So the Holy Spirit said, well, name a show, Joy and Pain. Joy and Pain. And I'm like, joy and pain. Joy and pain. How, God, can you have joy while you're in pain? 
Well, the thing is, is you all, while you're in the pain, you don't know how it's going to come out. But if you trust God, you're going to have joy when it's all over because then you're going to understand it. As the old song used to say, you'll understand it better by and by when the pain goes away. You understand why you had to go through the pain because it's always joy. If God is going to take you through it, Trust me, he's on the other side. He's on the other side waiting for you to trust him completely. And that's when I was sitting at the table and I was saying, God, you know, with tears rolling down my eyes, God, you know, that is so true. And then I'm always coming up with quotes, my own personalized personalized quotes. And I came, God gave me this one. In order to appreciate joy, you got to understand. Wait a minute. Let me get that quote because I don't want to mess up because it's a good one, y'all. It's a good one. Let me get it for you. Hold on. Because it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. It's on the. It's on Facebook and and then the thing about the thing on Facebook, the post. It was. It, it, it was. It was. It was. It's something. I mean, it, it was really something. And I was just like, wow. But needless to say, let me find it because I don't want to mess it up. And I know somebody already has it, but I need to make sure I give my get my own quote correctly. Okay, the quote is order in order to appreciate and understand joy, pain has to be understood and respected. I was like, now Lord, now that's a good one. That's, that's so in order, let me repeat it, in order to appreciate and understand joy, pain has to be understood and respected. And let me tell you what God shared with me about that. Okay, you guys, I've been through some great deal of pain. I've been through a whole lot. And if you just read my page and you look back on my page, you will see what all the reality coach has been going through. And this is why I live in my reality because I don't have time to pretend like real life ain't going to happen to me because God says he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. I might be just, but that don't mean I can't get some repercussions from the unjust. And see, that's kind of like sometimes uh, with, with, with life. You may get away with something. Me being a parent, I may have gotten away with some things, but because I got away with that don't mean that my children, who had nothing to do with something that I did, it can't affect them. And it's, and, and meaning, say for instance, example, if you are addicted to some type of substance and you don't know how to control that, your children have no idea what's going on with you, but they are affected by what you've done. So that's an example, and it may be a poor example. If someone has a better example, you can please share it. But that's an example how it can happen to the unjust as well as the just. Your children are just your children, but your actions are unjustly being done. So they're affected by your actions. And that's all I'm saying. Sometimes you can be just, but that don't mean that unjust won't happen to you. And this is what's going on in my life. There's some things that I feel like I'm just, I'm, I'm just a mother who loves her children. I'm just 
a wonderful person who loves people. I'm just someone who wants to help other people. I'm just. But guess what? A lot of unjust is landing in my lap. But guess, that's when God said to me, joy and pain. And let me bring Holly on because she's going through some things and, 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 and she has been so encouraging. She's always very encouraging and, and I just thank God for her because she, I mean, seriously, she has always, she's always got a good word. Even when she doesn't have a good word, I give her a word and then we come together and we realize joy and pain work together. Uh-oh, Holly. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, listen to your intro. I like it. I like it a lot. Ah, you got it. All right, all right. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. We need to thank Chris, Holly, because he's always trying to come up. I told him that, hey, Holly wants her sound. He said he's going to find you something. And he found you something. He and that's did. why, you know. Absolutely uh, love it. Thank you. That's awesome. But, um, okay, wait, Holly, let me, before you say something, let me just shout out to all these wonderful people. Okay, Palaiki, hi there. Hey, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Hi, Miss Martha. My niece, Panisha, way in Illinois. Thank you, sweetie, for tuning in. Way to keep your auntie in the spirit. Y'all start a watch party so more people can hear about this joy and pain because there's so many people going through this. But needless to say, Holly, I know you were listening before you came on the air. And as we were sharing, how can joy and pain work together? And we realized that even though we're going through pain, we still have to find the joy. And we started talking about losing losing our child. Both of us have lost a child at the hands of murder by someone else. That is a pain that I, I don't even know if there's a greater pain. And if there is one, father, I don't want to know it. I don't even want I don't have to know if there's a greater pain. I don't want to know. Because that is a pain like no other pain I've ever felt. But what we what we did come up with you guys while we were talking about this, we realized that even though it was painful for us to watch our children suffer internally and nothing we can do externally to help them, it was painful to see that. And like I say, and people think I'm crazy when I say this, but I finally got to see my baby resting in peace. When I say he was in that casket, laying there like he was asleep, finally able to rest without worry. That was some pain, but then there was joy because he's at peace. And then I'm sitting here in this world looking at the chaos that we're going through. So much chaos, and you and, wonder if they would have had the strength, their mothers, to deal with the pain and the chaos. We know they were strong men. However, today, today in 2020, these are some harder times than I think many of us have ever seen in our lives. So I know that I took comfort after talking to you. It was last night and this morning when we were comparing uh, our, our son's uh, um, events that, that they were taken from us way too soon we we do have comfort in that Bible scripture that you, you talked to me about um, 
about rejoicing when they leave the world and weeping when they enter the world, that we, we had learned to understand that because we would hate to see our sons suffering and uh, not being strong enough to overcome uh, adversity and, and, and their problems and trials and tribulations. So I, it gives me great comfort in that pain. I, find, I can find joy in that pain by knowing that he is with God and that I am going to see him again. And I don't have a doubt in the world, not one single doubt in the world where he is and that he is going to be taking my hand when it's my turn to go. And, and, and instead of me showing him how to do things when he was a kid, he's going to show me around. You know, he's going to kind of teach me the ropes when it's my turn. So I, I, I get a lot of comfort in that. And so that is one way uh, scripture always, maybe not right at the moment, not right at that moment, that day that we were both told that our sons had died. I don't know if there was any scripture in the world that could have eased that pain that day. But mine is now um, uh, several years later, many years later, um, 17 years was just the anniversary the other day. 17 years later, I can find comfort in the pain um, through scripture, through um, meditation, through my friends just sharing some of the uh, issues that are so similar with Dorothy. Uh, it has made us bond in a way that, um, you know, only people who have lost their children uh, can relate to. And I agree with you, Dorothy. Uh, if there's a greater pain, you know, I know my father passed recently, and he, he died um, November 27th, the day before Thanksgiving, this past Thanksgiving. And he had uh, malignant melanoma return after 42 years of no evidence of disease. And how I find comfort in that pain is that if he would have had to have been in the hospital right now, his cancer would have waited two months to return instead of when it did and take him. I would not be able to go to the hospital and visit him then. I wouldn't have gotten those last words of I love you too that I got from him. So we can always find something. As, as I always like to say, you always have to find the beauty within the beast. Anything that you go through in life, it can be a beast, but there's some beauty within it. And like she's saying, the beauty she found within the beast of losing her father was the fact that she got to sit in the hospital and hear his last words. There are people who didn't get that opportunity, and that has to be painful. But then here's the beauty within that beast. They're not sitting in the hospital, and you're not, and you're worried about them. Are they contracting COVID? And for those who have lost loved ones to this horrible disease, virus, whatever they, whatever word you want to put there, the best word I can find is horrible. God bless you, but find something in it. I, I, I don't have the words for you. I don't know what words to put there for your pain, but I do know that there's joy in pain. You just have to be willing to see it and willing to accept it. And that's all I have to do. The people, that are, the people that are in the hospital now, today, like I said, if it would have been two months later, my dad would have had to have died alone. He would have not had to, uh, been allowed to have his family come to his side uh, because now, you know, right now, families are not allowed to come in. And they have to look at each other through a, a Facebook or a FaceTime or something like that. And and some of them are 
are comatose, so they don't even know that their families are looking at them through a camera rather than holding their hands. And, you know, today, as soon as you picked this topic or as soon as you, you shared the topic with me today, I saw it, it came through my it came through my Facebook and now this this was posted on June nineteenth on Juneteenth but I didn't see it until today and it, uh, this woman was a, a beautiful okay, activist. You, um, uh, Holly, 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 yep. sorry, your phone's going in and your phone's going in and out really bad. Okay, is that better? Yeah, is that better? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. As soon as you as soon as you gave me that topic. Someone by the name of Kimberly Jones, a beautiful activist on the Steve Harvey Show, said the exact same thing today. To find joy, we must find a way to find the joy in the pain. It was – wow. as soon as you utter it, that's one great thing about this radio show. She didn't hear us, but all we had to do is speak it, and suddenly there's other people – um, actively talking about the same thing and needing the same thing, needing the same thing we're talking about today. Isn't that amazing? That's how God works. That's how He works. When you when you when you speak life, life has to come forth. If you speak negativity or death, it's going to happen. It, it, you've got to learn that there is so much power. That's why God says the most, let me tell you, I don't know if God says, but I'll say it. The most powerful weapon that we have as a human is our tongue. Our tongue, our tongue, our tongue, our tongue. It is so powerful, and we don't even know it. I am just now learning how powerful my tongue really is. And I had a client tell me, I had put something out on Facebook, and she said to me, and ever since she said that, that's why I'm asking God to put people around me who can help me with my tongue because I don't realize the power that God has entrusted me with. I don't realize it. I'll just say some things sometimes, but I'm learning to do better. So she said to me, you have no idea how many people watch you. You have no idea how powerful you are. So you have to be careful with what you say and do because many people have their eyes on you, Dorothy. Many people. You're the reality coach. So here's some reality for you. And these were her exact words. You have to be careful what you put out there because of who you are professing to be the reality coach. And guess what she said after that? You can use the information. This is just my observation. You can use it whichever way. You you can use it or you not use it. And this particular person doesn't say much, but when she says something, you know, you better pay attention. You know, we have people like that. And that's how we can see that right there. I could have took that painful words that she told me. You can take it and use it however you want to use it. Or don't use it at all. I could have taken that as a way of wanting to be angry with her. But you know what I did, Holly? I found the joy in what she said. She said out of her mouth, she prophetically spoke over my life. She said, you don't know how powerful you are. You don't know there are lots of people listening and looking at you. She sees it. 
So you know what I did? I said, okay, there's some lividity to that. So people, when somebody comes and tells you something that you may not like, you examine that thing. Remember I said we're living in a time to where we have to be concerned with everything we see. Wait a minute. I get them back with y'all. Now, this is my own quote. God give me so much, y'all. My mind stays so full of stuff it don't even rest. But I believe you got to be concerned with everything you hear and discern everything you see. That's it. So I was concerned, but I had to figure out, I know this in particular person. I see her weekly. I know her personality. So what I wanted to do, take what she given me negatively, I had to realize this person is a joyful person. She don't mean to put no pain on me. And if she does put some pain on me, I need to find a joy in what she's saying to me. And I found it. And that's what we got to do now. There's a lot of pain going on out here, people. A lot of pain. Sort of reminds you. Uh Uh-huh. Sort of reminds you of this. There is a a movie, and see if anyone out there knows which movie this line comes from. And this line has been introduced in many a Bible study that I've attended. But what you're saying to me reminds me of that, and it says, with great power comes great responsibility. So if you've got the power, if you've got the power in your word, say that again. I don't know the name of the movie, but I remember that line. I, 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 and it's so prophetic. Well, I'll tell you in a minute, but let's see if anybody uh, – we'll, we'll put this to the test. If any of our callers can uh, call in and, and, and know what movie that is. But I, the reason I remember it so well is that that almost op- – ah, I don't know what part of the movie it is, if it's the first or the last, probably the last. But I was sitting in a church uh, Sunday school class. And the teacher used that clip from the movie to get this point across that you're saying right now. With great power, your words have power. We know that. We know that, hey, we're getting across to a lot of people here just on the on the Internet radio and Facebook. You know, that's not to mention the people that we talk to every day, either on the phone or in person. But we do have great power in our, our voice. Um and this radio station is, is a great tool for that, but we do have great responsibility. We need to make sure that what we're saying is is like you put in your prayer every opening of your show. Uh, let it be positive and, you know, no no uh, negative feedback and, and just, just the word, you know, so if anyone, if anyone wants to uh, guess the movie – I'll give you about 10 minutes, and then I'll tell you the name of the movie, and you'll be surprised. Okay. Now, now say it, it, with, with, with great power comes great what? Responsibility. Okay. Now, you guys, with, let, me, let me put a challenge out there. The first person that can come on here and put in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the comment box the name of the movie, the first person that does it, I'm going to message you, and I'm going to send you a special gift. Because that lets me know that you're paying attention. Yeah. And the quote again is, with great power comes great responsibility. responsibility. The first person yep. to tell us the name of the movie will get a special gift. So you guys, you better get to looking. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a good gift. 
I got you. So needless to say, this joy and pain thing, there was a song a long time ago, um, I don't know if you know it, Holly, but it was it, it was in it was it was like hip hop. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it was a song called Joy. Uh, no, no, no. It's by Frankie Beverly and May. Oh, you don't get the play. Hey, Holly, you see who popped up with the answer? He don't. You don't. No, Chris, you don't get the play. No, 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 no. Is it Spider Man? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> he don't. You don't get the play, Chris. You ain't supposed to play. You, you know you know I'll too much. Up, I'll come up with a new trivia. Hey, I don't mind Chris playing, but, you know, he kind of has a little bit uh, of an edge there because he That's probably has saying. taught it in a Sunday school lesson or two. He probably, you know he has. You know he done said it before. Hey, Chris, let us hear your voice. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, ladies. And, uh, yeah, I just watched a lot of uh, – I'm a big comic book guy, so yeah, that's why I know it. So between Marvel and DC, and then they making them into movies, so yeah, I, I know that one. You don't get well, play. And okay. I'm not sending you nothing but a hello. Thank you, Chris. You don't get play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, no I'll send your gift to Sinise. I'll send your gift to your wife. How about that one? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fair because she wouldn't know. She wouldn't have known that, so, yeah. Okay, well, I tell you what, you be prepared. You go ahead and get prepared because you know you got to speak on this joy and pain thing, so you just stay ready. And do I have Already. any, do we have any calls on the line? Uh, Yes, we do have one on the line so far, so caller, for security purposes, we will only read the last four digits of your phone number, 5221, 5221, oh, you're on no, the air with Dr. Cassidy you know who that is. That's Miss Firecracker. Rejoice Uh-oh. in the Lord always, I say. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice when you are unhappy. Rejoice when you're sad. Rejoice in disappointment. Rejoice, I say. Again, I say, rejoice in the Lord. Well, now, Awesome! What a scripture! What a scripture! That's in that's in Psalms, isn't it? Yes. Different. There are many places in the Bible that speaks about rejoice, and it always say always. Each scripture by different writers and authors, they all still say always. So to me, that let us know. That being being rejoiceful is not a part time thing. That is not it's not dependent on how you feel or where you are in your life. And I, it's hard for me. It took me a while to to learn that because I I felt like how how can you rejoice when you suffered a loss? How can re- you rejoice when you lost a loved one? How can you rejoice? God, you that's a contradiction. There's no way I can rejoice emotionally. But I, I learned you have to it depends on where you stand with with your hope and your trust in God. You have to be mature 
in your understanding and your walk with God. Such a good point. You, you know, sometimes we call it a celebration. You know, when when someone passes away, when although we may be sad, we give them a homecoming. Is it called a homecoming or a home going? But we actually homegoing. celebrate. We celebrate their life and we rejoice in what they did for us and the things they did on earth. But we celebrate their home going. And, well, and, and, that, and that brings me that brings me to the scripture uh, that it says that we should uh, cry when some we should mourn when someone is born and rejoice when they leave. And I can truly understand that because I'm telling you, I, and I keep and I, I will always always make this a valid point. Anytime I'm talking about this kind of joy and pain, I will always bring back my son when he stood at the end of my bed, and I saw how beautiful he was. Tears was coming down my, tears of joy was streaming down my face. Even though there was some pain standing before me, there was joy looking at me. Did y'all catch that? Pain standing before me, but joy looking back at me. So how could I not be happy with that? How could I not? And sometimes we have to realize when pain is looking, when we see pain, when we're looking at pain, understand there's some joy looking back at you. Or there's joy always on the other side of pain. Always remember that, people. Always remember. And y'all don't, y'all, 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 I'm telling you, I'm going through so much right now in my life, but I refuse, I refuse not to delight myself in the Lord because I know that his word says, this too shall pass. I know joy cometh in the morning. I know that all things work for the good of those that love the Lord. I know that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I know he can do exceedingly abundantly all that I can think of as. I know that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. I know if I humble myself and seek him, he will heal my heart. I know that I know because his word says so. Now I'm through, now I'm gonna not get on my soapbox, y'all. Y'all know I will get on a soapbox when it comes to these scriptures. Now see, these are scriptures that I have embedded in me because in this world, I'm telling you, people dealing with joy and pain, you cannot wear scriptures on your shoulder. You better get you can't carry them around like a backpack. They ain't no backpack. You got to get them inside of you. They've got to, like the scripture says, he comes to dwell, dwell within us, not live in us. There's a difference between in and dwell. Dwell in, these can come in and out, but when it's a dwelling, you almost have to destroy it in order for it to get out of you. So that's what that is. But when you know that you know that you know, when you got that faith of a mustard seed, you better know. You can run and not be weary. You can walk and not faint. Oh, I may have it back, but I do know that scripture, y'all. But I just get so excited. But I'm gonna get better. And y'all, y'all, now, do I get a, do I get a? Oh my God, that I haven't said, guys and girls, I have been on point with with with, with making sure that I don't say, guys, you guys, you know, I'm doing oh good stuff. Oh my God, I love it when I get, I love it when I do some things. Okay, hey, um, 
Firecracker and, 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 and Holly Star. We got another caller, and I'm going to let them join in because I like the whole camaraderie of all of us talking together as long as it stays to a minimum and, and a minimum of people, and we're all respectful to each other's voice because I'm telling you, Firecracker, you bring so much to the show. I thank you because I'm telling you, you couldn't open up with a more powerful sister. You couldn't have opened up with a more powerful sister. And thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's so good that you. I got Christian folks coming on because when I can't come up with a scripture, y'all got me. See, that's what I'm saying. He's always got a ram in the bush. Thank you for being that ram in the bush, Holly Star, Firecracker, uh, Mr. TNT. I mean, come on. Now bring that caller on, Chris, if you don't mind, please. Twenty-nine ninety-one. You're on the air. God bless you. God bless y'all. How you doing this evening? Oh, is this Mr. Lansing, <laughs> Michigan? It is indeed, sisters and brother. It is indeed. You know, I'm proud of you right well, now, right? <laughs> look, okay, y'all. Now that he's on here, let me tell you. He's the one that told me about saying that you guys. Mr. Lance in Michigan. He told me about that, and I'm telling you, the way he explained it to me, it was so... I couldn't even argue. Even if I wanted to get mad, I couldn't say nothing because he was so right. And then, you know, y'all know what? Sometimes do you want to be so mad at somebody? I, I mean, y'all can answer this after I ask this question. And Mr. Lance in Michigan, I'll let you go first, and then Holly Star and Firecracker, however y'all want to do it. But have you ever been so mad at somebody that's telling you off and they cutting you every which way, but you can't even get mad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got somebody called a wife, and you better believe it. (laughs) 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 Indeed. Indeed. Now, ask me the question one more time. Say that one more time. Okay. Have you ever gotten so mad? You want to be mad at somebody because they're telling you off or they're they're, they're dressing you or they're they're handling, as they say, they're handling you, they're talking at you, they're doing whatever the word is, or they're chastising, they're correcting you, and you want to be so mad, but all you can do is stand there and laugh. Have you ever had that happen? Well, I'm sure that I have. But not lately. Lately, I have been um, really being tested with the great responsibility and the great um, power. Um, as you know, I'm a grandmother raising uh, a special needs grandson who just recently turned 18 years old. And uh, there is a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And lately, um My title of Wonder Woman I have always been Wonder Woman But I I have set back And, and I, I, I find myself okay. praying a lot I find myself praying a whole lot Because uh, I need to listen I need to hear everything we're talking Tonight we are just as much preaching to me As we are, as we are talking to the world I'm needing this word I'm needing every bit of it Well, well I am praise God Praise God And, and, and I pray that Um there will be some something said that can keep you encouraged. I, I don't know what it is to raise my grandchildren after I've raised my child, my children. 
so God bless you, and I pray that I never have to find out what it's like. Lord, hear me. You say my words are powerful. Please keep living. Keep everybody that has their children in perfect good health, and keep me in my role as a grandmother. I do appreciate that, Father. And those are the powerful words that I'm saying. Keep them all in good health, the way they can raise their children. So, Holly, I, I, I do not. I do not I do not envy what you're going through because it must be very difficult. And then on top of that, having uh, to raise uh, a second child that has uh, special needs, it is very difficult. And God bless you. And we will definitely keep you lifted up in prayer. Definitely. No doubt. Thank Amen. you. Thank you. And, and, and a little bit later on, I do have some scripture that I do want, uh, that, that I do want to share, but I want to hear from everybody, and, and I'll take my turn a little bit later. Perfect. Miss Firecracker, Sister Firecracker, have you experienced that? And I, where someone is just chopping you up with the with the word, and but the the, the chastising, the handling you, or whatever the case may be, and all you can do is kind of laugh. Firecracker, I'm talking to you, Miss Firecracker. I know you're somewhere around. Okay, I had the phone muted. Because, you know, I don't, I, I don't got past. I'm more of a professional, so I don't make noises while I'm here. You do <laughs> But in any case, when I, I've always, even as a child, I've always been, had powerful words. I've always been quick. Uh, I always like to talk. And so I grew up with a, a character flaw that even from my what? mother tried to break me from, which, you know, she never could, and because I was smart, I was always been labeled as a know-it-all. But I never would, when my mother tried to correct me, I didn't receive it as I grew up as a teen. I never received it. So I guess I must have been in my 40s. And one day, it was uh, it was a judge. I worked for a judge, and he called me into his chambers because I, I, I was working with all women, and I was not the supervisor in the room, but if you came in there, you would have thought I was. And so because I do a lot, I, I didn't do it. I didn't mean it in harm, but it, I grew into that naturally not knowing how to censor my tongue and to not come across as a, as a know-it-all. And it wasn't because I wanted to be bragging I figured out it was because I was proud of myself, of how smart I was, and I was proud and I was, could help people, but I would do it in the wrong way. Well, the judge, he called me in and he told me, he said, you know, uh, you're from Michigan and I know that you uh, raised different and you're not used to how we do things down here. But let let me tell you, all my people in my office have been with me a lot of years, and they are soft people, and they, they're not used to being in the presence of somebody that's powerful and that's very confident. And I understand all of that, but you have got to change your mannerism. You have, have you got to change. It's not good in you. You have too many qualities to let that be a spot. And, of course, he was my employer. I couldn't 
argue back with him because people had told me that often uh, you're you're boarding on being rude. You're too straightforward. You're this and you're that. And I, I would ignore them. It didn't penetrate my heart. I hear them. It never penetrated. But it was something about him and the way he told me. I had a lot of respect for him. He hired me. I was the first black in that office. And so I respected him. And I didn't say anything out of respect, but I'm like, here we go again. Well, the very same day I went home and left the office, and I was speaking with the young lady, and she told me that exact same thing. And it went into my heart. So I had to think and say, all these people can't be wrong. They can't be. And I had to examine myself. And... I look back all, all the way back to him when I was a child, and I saw and heard all these different voices and people that had told me that. You're such a beautiful young lady, and you so smart. You have a way with words, but you need to do this, and you need to do that. And I was like, Lord, people are so jealous. I'm not I'm not bored on rude. No, I'm none of that. I'm, But I didn't feel that way, but it didn't matter because, as too many people told me. And eventually I started working on that flaw, and I have been very successful with overcoming that. I, I, I did overcome, and I used to be so heated at people, and I would tell them off, and I didn't care how they received it. That's the sad part. When you came at me with something, I'm going to fly back at you with something, and I don't, I'm not going to censor how I say it. And I don't care how you receive it. But thank God that I am no longer in, in that place. And I understand I could never be the witness I am to people had I had held on to that in me and not changed. Wow. Well, thank you for your, thank you for that. And, and that is, that, that is so true. I mean, we, we, we yeah. have people we're, we're, like you. Um, I'm very smart. Uh, I'm very intelligent. I'm very this. I'm very that. I'm and y'all, y'all see, I'm real cute. Y'all, at least I think I'm real cute. But if y'all don't think I'm cute, it's all right. But I'm gonna tell y'all what I think I'm cute. So needless to say, since I think I'm real cute, it's all good. And so I, I, I call myself the complete. I call myself the full package deal. You can get. Hey, I am a hamburger, french fries, a shake, and an apple pie. All in Mm. one. But at some Mm. point, even though you have all of that, guess what? I had to realize you might be a cheeseburger, uh, apple pie, a shake, and some fries, but you're missing the salt, so you ain't got no flavor on your fries. Some people like onion on their hamburger. You ain't got no onion on your burger. I, I got to so, give you a scripture on that, Dorothy. I got to give you a scripture on that about please. the salt. Okay, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16, just a short little passage, but it's called salt and light. And it says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. 
Instead, they put it out on, on its stand and give light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. That salt, you started speaking about salt, and, and I'm looking at a Bible scripture that says salt and light. So I know I know that we are speaking uh, what needs to be heard. Mm. And, that, and and you, let me tell you, that's, that's a good scripture, y'all, because let me tell you about that salt of the earth. Now, let me tell you. I tried to spread my salt in places that need, didn't need to be be spread. Honey, I realized you, I, 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 no, I tried to take the french fries to go, get, to go get some salt put on it. They had pepper. And I, it, it wasn't even right. So when you the salt of the earth, you can't be trying to mix with stuff that ain't supposed to be with that. Y'all, y'all if y'all want to know what I'm talking about, you can go back and look back on my timeline and find recklessly reaching. Recklessly reaching will tell you how the reality comes. Saw her fries could go everywhere on everybody's plate and realize that, yeah, when you, when you, yeah, you might be fries, but you ain't got no salt. And guess what? If you think they got some salt for you, they got pepper. So you need to do what the scripture says. And like you said, oh, it's Matthew. Saltiness. Don't lose your saltiness. That is Matthew chapter 5, 13 through 16. Don't lose your saltiness. Mm-hmm. And you see how God works it right. out, y'all? Fries, 
go ahead and get your French fries from McDonald's and let them put too much salt on them. You're like, oh, them some nasty fries. Ah, high blood pressure. Good Lord. Trying to kill me over here. So in our spirituality, understanding exactly what God is using us for at that moment is absolutely important. And Sister Firecracker, I've had that same problem with you. I was growing up, I was told I was too smart for my own good. Of course, I understand. I asked what y'all want me to be done. They say, oh, you got to watch what you say. Well, sometimes people need to hear exactly what you got to say. Of course, you got to censor how you say it. But some people, they don't want correction. Some people don't want to know that maybe you're not right there. And I, I pride myself on being wrong. Because when you can look at how wrong you are, you stand a better chance of being right later on. Mm. Well, now, say that one more time. Say that one more time. That's a mighty word. Say that again. But if you look at how wrong you are, you can't help but understand when you're right. So that's, that's, that's called finding joy and pain, huh? When you can see the pain in your wrong, you can find the joy of when you are right? Yeah. Is that what you're... You know, when you speak to a see? person wrong and they tell mm-hmm. you, then mm-hmm. you examine yourself. And the next person you speak to, you don't speak the same. Now you'll get it right. Mm. Well, you know, well, you know, I still, you know, you did tell me in a nice, you, you, you part of the reason why I brought this topic up, joy and pain. Yeah, you was, you was hitting me and, and I'm not, y'all, I'm not trying to ride my bike. He was cutting me up so much. I tried to take a curve. I almost hit, hit, hit the ground, but I, I, I had to find, I knew it. Look, it was joy riding that bike, but I know if I hit that ground, it was going to be some pain, so I had to just say, <laughs> I had to laugh it off. <laughs> okay, let me take this and just not get in my feelings and pay attention. But for everything that you gave me that night, and I'm telling you, when you are in pain, God will send somebody that will help you see the joy in that pain. And he had no idea what God had told me. He had no idea I was going through some things. He had no idea I was in pain. He had no idea I needed some joy, but he used what God gave him, and it brought me joy, and I understand the pain even better. So that's why I'm saying you get around people that understand joy and pain, that have enough words in them to where they can give it to you so you can understand and get some relief for yourself. We surround ourselves around too many people that ain't got enough in them so they can't give you nothing. they giving you scraps. When you're a child of God, you don't have to settle for scraps because he says everything is his. The houses, the land, the cows, the dogs, whatever you want is his. So if you get around people that believe that and know that they know that they know, trust me, it's going to rub off on you too. So be careful who you be careful who you encompass yourself with because a lot of people out here in today's world they are workers of iniquity, and they're very crafty, and they're very good at it. And if you don't have enough God in you, you won't recognize what's coming at you. Remember, if you don't have enough God in you, you won't recognize what's coming at you. Because guess what? You're so busy following your pain, you're going you to mess around and miss the joy. Or you're trying to seek joy and don't realize pain is on the other end. Now, I have been there too, y'all. 
where I'm seeking joy and pain is right there waiting on me. Because at that point in my life, I didn't have enough in me to see what was coming at me. But thank God, thank God, he always has a hedge of protection around me. Because he'll allow you to be foolish. But if you don't want to trust him, he'll drop the ISH off of that, and he'll let Satan make a fool out of you. So y'all, hang on to him. Until you can find the joy, find the hope in the pain. Um, there's a new a viral video out since June called How to Find Hope in the Pain. So mm. have hope. Have hope it, it, that, that lady I was telling you about, the activist named Kimberly Jones. Viral video put out, I think, June, uh, How to Find Hope in the Pain. So, you know, hope first, and then it will, you know, the joy will come at some point. Like but like you and I, it took quite a few years before I could find some joy in the thought, you know, just the thought of my son's death. So it will come, and, but sometimes it takes me, time. Hey, you uh-huh. women strong. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say, Mr. Mitchell? I said you two. You, you women are strong. Good Lord. But, yeah, I mean, I'm listening to, to y'all, and, and oh, man, you, you see, men, we pride ourselves on physical strength, but there is no strength like a woman who loved the Lord, even in loss. And I'm proud to know y'all. I, I'm just saying. Uh-uh, um, wow. Thank I, you I, so I much. I cut y'all off, but that is wow. <laughs> We're both grandmothers, and I'd like to ask the preacher, um, isn't there some scripture about grandmother's prayers? Chris, um, you I, don't think that, I don't think that there's a scripture specifically that says a grandmother's prayer, but I think there has been scriptures referenced to uh, a mother's prayer, a grandmother's prayer, uh, or, or a leading lady's prayer. Uh, the prayer of uh, uh, the prayer of 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 the J E Z B E L, I think. Javed. I'll I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you. If someone can look it up and get it real quickly, that would be awesome. I I mean, that would be great. But let me tell you, to reference back to uh Mr. Lynch in Michigan, let me tell you why I uh, why I appear so strong. Because Hebrews eleven and one Many years ago, I, I couldn't, God had me focusing on that scripture so much. And I know that people use it a lot of a lot of times. And I was like, okay, God, why am I studying this scripture? This scripture so toughly. And it didn't come to quite, for quite some years later as to why. Because it says, now most people will read the scripture, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things unseen. Well, God says, 
God talks in a way to where you have to understand his language sometimes, and you have to discern his scripture. So the key word that a lot of people get up and don't, when they start out, they forget that one key word in the beginning. It says now, and then it comma. There's a comma after now. Now faith is the subject of things hoped for. But then it goes on to say it's the evidence of things unseen. Well, I have seen God carry me through so much. I don't have to apply that first part of the scripture to my life no more because guess what? I got the faith of a mustard seed now. I already know that I can walk now in the evidence of things unseen because I got that right now faith. It may not come today, but I know that my God is going to answer my prayer. I just got to keep moving. I got to keep moving because I'm living my life in the evidence of things unseen. As they say, if you go, if you know you want to go on a trip and you don't see how you're going to go, go ahead and start packing your bag. Just believe, and I promise you it will come. I promise you it will come. If you got that kind of faith to pack up a bag of clothes, uh, I don't care if that bag is packed for a whole year. You know you want to go somewhere. If you want to go to China, you start packing this year, and I guarantee you, if you believe you're going to China, start seeking it. Seek it into existence. Seek what you want, and it will come to pass. Because the scripture says, now faith is the substance thing hoped for. But when you know what God has brought you through, you can walk with the evidence of things unseen. I can tell people right now, yeah, I'm going through this, but that's all right. God got it. My son gone, but that's all right. God got me. Because when I leaned over that casket, you want to know how I made it through? How I did it? All I could do was say, Lord, I don't understand it, but I trust you. I did understand it, y'all, but I trust you. And that's what he needs now. With all of this stuff we got going on, he needs some real warriors, some real prayer, some real watchmen, some real people that can say, Lord, we don't understand it, but we will trust because we will not lean to our own understanding. But in all our ways, we will acknowledge you. And guess what, y'all? If we do that, he will come. He will answer. He has proved it to me over and over again. That's why I live my life in the evidence of things unseen. That's why I'm not fearful of COVID. I'm not fearful of anything. I'm not fearful of what's going on with my son. I'm not fearful of my son, my other son being gone. Y'all can't even, they can't even begin to touch me because the Bible says, what can mere mortals do to me? Not a thing. Because guess what? I got on the full arm of God. I may not be perfect, but one thing I do know, I do have a breastplate of righteousness. I do have a helmet of salvation. I do got a buckle in the seat. I do got on the gospel shoes. I got it on. It may not be polished up right, but he's cleansing me with his history. So I'm telling you, I can live in the evidence of things unseen because I'm girded up. I'm girded up. I may not uh, be touching, but I'm girded up. Hey, sister. Go ahead. Somebody hey, my sister. And so, I, so, sister asked for some grandmama verses, right? And so we're going to okay. go to Second Timothy, first chapter. Um, started verse 5 As I recall your sincere faith That first lived in your grandmother Lois And in your mother Eunice And that I am confident Lives also in you So share that with your grandson right But then we also got Deuteronomy 4 and 9 And it said Children Children are the glory No nope, wrong verse 
Proverbs 16:31. Gray hair is a crown of glory. Proverbs 17:6. Children's children are a crown to the aged. There are others that um, you can definitely find some hope in. Second Timothy 3:15. And that from childhood okay. you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you wisdom and lead to salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. Okay, now when you read that first scripture out of Second Timothy five, is that are you reading no, King two. James? Or, I'm sorry. It's Second Timothy one five. Okay, Second Timothy, Second Timothy verse uh, chapter one verse five. Are you reading what Bible are you reading? Are you reading the King James, the NIV, the New Living? What are you reading? That one. It's from the American Standard, and I'm pulling out my King James, and I'm pulling out my um, NIV, ESV. Oh, I, I keep several different ones, all, all the different ones, because, you know, okay, because, I speak the know, English Okay, because, sometimes language. we got to make sure. We got to make sure that we let people know that we're reading out of a certain Bible because when they go in there and they see, they go in there and they look for the word grandmother, they want to see that grandmother. They'll be thinking, that yes. ain't the truth. But it is in um, the King James as well. When I call to remember the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwell first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded in thee also. Well, there you have it, uh, Holly Star. There is a scripture that says it exactly. I didn't know. But thank you, Mr. Lance in Michigan. Thank you so much for that. We needed that. That's beautiful. So, uh, Holly Star. Did you get that scripture? I didn't hear the yes. very last one. I did not hear the very last one. I wanted to. I've, I've written down all of his, even the proverbs. But tell me the uh, the last scripture that you just said, Michigan. That Second Timothy one five. Okay, you repeated it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. I had written that down. All right, thanks. Yes, a friend I of mine, a good friend James of mine. Again. Hey, I'm like you. I've got I've got every version of the Bible that I'm aware of, and I love every one of them. I write songs out of the New Living Bible, and I love to read the New International Version. And and then when I really want to have some depth, I'll get the King James, and because it makes me think, I have to really think when I read the the, the words that um, the olden the olden scripture. But um, thank you for that, Michigan. No, no problem. And uh, read First Timothy five four as well. I'm reading it right now in the New American version. But First Timothy five four, and it reads. Look, my page turned. Where am I at here? But if any widow has children or grandchildren, they must first learn to practice piety in regard to their own family and to make some return to their parents, for this is acceptable in the sight of God. Like this. Someone once told me about there was strength in a grandmother's prayers like no other. I don't know if it's biblical or if it was, you know, a sermon one time, but I, I agree with that. What about you, Dorothy? I know that when I pray for my grandkids or when I pray for my children, even, but when you pray for your grandkids, there's nothing like that kind of prayer. Uh, the 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 
the solemnness and the earnesty and the um, the passion behind a prayer that you'd pray for your grandkids. Love it. Thank you. Well, what I Indeed. I have learned um, because I I I I pride myself in living in the evidence of things unseen. I say a prayer. I say a prayer over my grandchildren. I say a prayer over people all the time. But let me tell you what I don't do. I don't keep saying the same prayer because every day, every second, every minute, I got something else to pray about and pray for. Because if you're going to, and this is something that we got to understand, people of God. We got so much going on. God's ear is not shortened. God's ear is not that he can't hear you, nor is his hand shortened, that he can't hear you. He heard you the first time. Now, this is a new living translation, and I'm I'm paraphrasing it. It's in Isaiah, and I'll get that for you. But let me tell you, this is how I pray, Holly Star. I prayed over my grandchildren. I prayed over them. Now, you know who I pray for now? I pray for me because I am the strength of the family. I'm the strength. Because if they can get you, Holly Star, whoever's a grandmother, a grandfather, a parent, if the, if Satan can get you to weaken in your faith and not trust God beyond the shadow of a doubt, he can get your whole lineage. Because that matriarch, if that matriarch falls down, the whole lineage going to fall down. So what I do now, I have prayed over my grandchildren. And I don't allow anyone to speak negativity anymore because, see, my son that was murdered, I remember when people used to say, oh, he's so bad. Oh, he's going to end up in jail. Oh, he this, he that. And I didn't know no better at that point in my life. But here's the joy in that pain now because I've learned better. So now when someone goes to say something about my grandchildren, you know what I do? I seek life. I cut it off because I know now the pain that comes behind all of that, there will not be no joy if you don't learn how to stop it. So all I'm saying is once you pray people of God and the ones that ain't carrying his word like a backpack, they got it in them, not not it's dwelling in them. It ain't carried on them like a backpack. Once you pray something, now, I'm not saying you don't have to revisit it. We all, we're still flesh. And until you get to that point where you realize you're the salt of the earth, and you realize you don't let nothing shake you, you are just like a tree planted by the rivers of water, I'm telling y'all, it's hard. Because I'm facing a big, I, I got so much stuff that I'm facing right now, but people act like, I, you wouldn't even know that I got a son sitting in Dallas County. You wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even know that I have a son that's murdered because guess what? My light going to shine because I know God has a purpose for me. And I'm going to fulfill it because guess what? At the end of the day, when it's time for me to go meet my maker, my son can't stand there with me. I got to stand on my own merit. Can't nobody stand there. So when I pray for my grandchildren, when I say a prayer to God, I get up, I shake the dust from my feet, and I move forward because I've got that faith of a mustard seed. I know that it's all going to work out because I love it. I love it. And it's not easy being here. 
But when you watch God bring you through so much, when you have watched yourself come through so much pain, and at the end of all of that pain, you still can see some joy with the beauty within the beast. If you can find the beauty within the beast of pain, you will find joy. And that's what I do. I look at everything from a standpoint of I know my father yet lives. And it's because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I got hope, y'all. I ain't even hoping no more. I know it's going to be all right. I know that I know. Who said coach? Somebody go ahead. I know y'all, because y'all know I get on my soapbox. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Who's that? My brother helped me. My brother helped me. Okay, go ahead, Firecracker. Go ahead. I, I I wanted to share because as I sit back and listen to to us talk, I realize that we are all a strong uh, body of Christians and we're strong people. So I wanted to say this because. Everybody's not where we are. I've had some good days. I've had some bad days. I've had some hills to climb. But all of my good days outweigh my bad days. And sometimes I do complain. So the pain I've experienced, don't get it twisted. It ain't like I just was walking around joyful and singing and praising the Lord. There's been times that I have been on the floor straight out before God. There's been things I've went through that I thought I wasn't going to make it through. But in the end, I did overcome. So it's not that we're saying that you're going to walk around, don't care what's going on, you're going to be rejoiceful. But we're saying hold on to God's hand. And in him, have your hope. Because we are justified. We're justified with God by our faith. And our peace with God, which he has given us through Jesus, it will allow us to rejoice and have hope and rest in the glory of God. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. And as she said, y'all, like I say, it don't trust me. Like I said, I have I, I I walk around in pain, but because I watched God bring me through so much, I find joy in it because I know it's just like a bad storm. It's like when a tornado comes through. It is a disaster. It is scary. It is all of that. But after that tornado, it lasts for maybe what maybe one or two minutes, and then you see this beautiful sun on the horizon. You see God in the midst of all of that pain. You still see the beauty, and you know it's going to be all right because guess what? If he destroyed it, you can build it back up again. Just because you've fallen down don't mean God won't pick you back up. You just got to know that he's going to do it. And don't try to put God on the time clock, y'all, because I'm telling you. You put God on the time clock, you're going to get tired of watching the time. So you just got to just go with it, and, and, and that's another thing. Y'all, I have said, Lord, I need you to fix it right now, today. And, and, and I'm like, now, Lord, now, I done bragged about how good you are and how you answer my prayer, and I've been waiting on this prayer for two years. Well, guess what? That's when that scripture comes to mind. One day could be like a thousand years to God. So, y'all, don't put them on no time clock because you're going to get tired of watching the time. You just got to walk on in faith. 
Walk on in faith. It's hard to do, but it's not impossible because with God, all things are possible. And I'm a living witness. And for those who know me, they know that this is some faith in the flesh. And it did not come without a lot of wounds. And let me tell you something about pain. Pain is one thing you cannot baby. If you baby pain, you will never heal. You can't baby it. You gotta face it. Because that's how Satan uses it. He'll use your pain to keep you festering in and wobbling like a doctor returning back his own vomit. So if you baby your pain, you won't heal. You gotta face it because guess what? It ain't gonna change. One thing I know about a about a about a sword, it eventually heals. The pain subsides. But you never forget how you got that scar. You don't forget how you got the scar, but you release the pain that came with the scar. And you move forward. That's the way we got to be in life. With all of this going on, we got to find joy in spite of the pain. Because guess what? I got I got a missing fingertip, y'all. And I'm telling you, it's on my wedding hand too. The hand that they going the hand that got the ring on it. And I used to let that bother me. But you know what, y'all? I find the joy in all that. I still got four full fingers. And if I'm complaining about one little thing, and then the thing about it is, won't nobody even notice it if I don't bring it up? They don't even notice it. Sit up here whining and complaining about something, and I got bigger bigger things that's going on. There are people that ain't got a whole leg, a whole arm, and I'm crying about a missing fingertip because it's on the ring. If you don't get some sense, girl, Just look around. Look around, everybody. Just look around. And you will look at other people's pain, and you will be able to find joy with your pain. I can find joy in Holly Star's pain. She's raising her grandson. Not only is she raising her grandson, but then he has special needs, so she's got a double whammy. And I find joy over here with me. I don't have my grandchildren to raise. I can go see them, and they're all perfectly normal. Thank God. Find joy and stop belly aching. Look at somebody else's pain. You'll find some joy in yours. Trust me. Look around, people, and stop walking in fear because it ain't about that. It's about knowing that you know that you know. Now, I'm not saying don't walk around and be blind. I'm saying don't walk around in fear. See what you see. Deal with it. And move forward. Trust in God the whole way. Because he will carry you. He will carry you if you allow him. Now, if you will, God can. Now, see, that's deep. If you will, God can. God can't if you ain't willing. He, 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 got, other, he got to come see about me because I'm, I'm, I'm willing. I, 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 I'm willing. So he can. Father, uh-uh. She don't want to. She ain't willing. Well, well, well. Can you? I, I can. So, uh, come on over here. So, if y'all thinking God is going to do something, if you ain't willing, don't expect God to do anything. He can only do what you will allow Him to do in your life. God can. It don't say God will. It says God can do all things. But you have to have the will to believe, will to get up and do it. So God can do all things. 
And that's how you got to live your life. Now, it ain't easy. It ain't easy to get there. But you'll get there. If you allow God to click into your heart and you start really truly and faithfully pleading out to him, he will answer. He will turn that around. He will turn your situation around for the good of those that love him. I'm telling you, I ain't telling you Holly Starr's story. I ain't telling you Mr. Lance in Michigan story. I ain't telling you a firecracker story. I'm telling you what I know. I know the power of movement. Because if you will, God can. That's the power of movement, y'all. But anyway. Uh, that reminds me of a Cherokee expression. I'm part Cherokee. Uh-huh. My Some of my family, my heritage is Cherokee. And um, there's a Cherokee expression that says, when you were born, you cried. And the world rejoiced. Live your life so that when you die, the world cries and you rejoice. Mm. Now that's a word there. That's 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 powerful. That's some wisdom right there. That that is some wisdom. Not wisdom, some wisdom. Mhm. Well, you know, um, y'all. I can't. It, it, I would be in trouble if I do not let Mr. TNT do something. Mr. TNT, yes, I'm here. <laughs> I know you got something for us today. What you got to say about joy and pain? Yes, yes. Thank you for giving me uh, the floor and, of course, the panel. Uh, Lansing was good. Lance in Michigan, Firecracker, Holly Star, and of course the coach right here, PPV Radio. But I just wanted to um, put some, shed some light in in the joy and pain, and understanding that all too well, um, I know what it's like to still have a joyous spirit through pain. Uh, I can I can go ahead and blame God that every day I wake up I have to be in pain. Oh, I can blame God that uh, this accident caused some issues in my life, so now I don't feel normal. I look all disfigured, and I'm fi- almost fifty percent titanium. But I have to count it all joy. Now, there's a cliche scripture that we like to go to, um, which is in Psalms 30. Verse 5, which is called weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Now, I read it in another translation, and this is going to be powerful. So this is coming out of the Passion Translation, and it reads as such. I ha- I've learned that his anger lasts for a moment, but his loving favor lasts a lifetime. We may weep through the night, but a br- a dark a daybreak will turn into shouts of enthusiastic joy. Now, I've been turned on to the passing translation just recently, just because of how it expounds the word, and I like the way that scripture breaks it down because again, it, it's telling you exactly how we do things. It's, it's, it's telling you how to be joyful in the midst of your sorrow, your pain. We all are going to go through storms. We're all going to go through pain. We're going to lose loved ones. We're going to lose people we love. We're going to go through our own personal trauma. But the fact of the matter is, 
if Jesus Christ took the price for every one of us to die, bleed, be stabbed, whipped, all the things that he had to endure just to get joy in the fact that we can have grace in today's time through all of our nonsense that we put God through, that's a lot to be Hmm. thankful for because he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to die for my knucklehead. I've been running from God for half my life, and guess what? He could have gave up on me when the accident happened three years ago, and I wouldn't be talking to you right now. But God said, no, I want you to finish what you started. I don't care what you say. You are going to do what I tell you. So I encourage you, Holly Star. I encourage you, Dorothy. I encourage you, uh, Siron. I encourage you, Firecracker, to continue to do what God has called you to do. We go through our pain for a reason. There There is preparation in pain. God prepares us in our pain in preparation for our destiny. I don't think you heard that. I'll say it one more time. God prepares us through our pain to prepare us for our destiny. That's what God does. He takes the pain that we've had. Why? Because we're able to be relatable to people. We can understand where they're coming from. It's because a lot of us get so heavenly minded, but we're no earthly good. But the Bible says we have to come down like little children and preach the gospel. We have to have the heart like little children and preach the gospel. Children don't care what color you are. Children don't care if you big, fat, small, black, white, polka dot. Children don't care as long as they're together and they're playing the joy and you hear the laughter of them kids from all different cultures, all different backgrounds. That's the joy in knowing that you gave birth to one of them children through the pain of labor, all that pain you went through, and as soon as that baby came out and started crying, you forgot all about that pain. It's the same thing when it comes to the things of God. God uses our pain to make us into something that he designed for us. Now, is it easy for us to get caught up in it? Absolutely, because this flesh is fickle, it's weak, and if we don't apply the word of God, if we don't apply a relationship with Jesus Christ in our life, everything that we go through is going to go to the bottle, it's going to go, you get a little tipsy, you're going to get a little something, something, smoke it up, drink it up, crack it up, whatever you want to do. That's what our body wants us to do so we can wallow in the pain, so we can be useless to the kingdom. But I got news for you. Even if you've been addicted, God still got you. He can break that pain of addiction and bring you into a joyous celebration through his Holy Spirit. I dare you to try him. I dare you to try him. But you got to make up your mind that you want more than just walking around in pain all day, staying in your corner, oh, God, woes me, oh, Lord, please. Oh. Look, we're going we to have those days. We are human. Yes, we'll have those days. But the fact of the matter is this, this. Why do they say iron sharpens iron? There's a reason for that. Because you 
merge with people, whether they're weak in the spirit or they're strong in the spirit. You come together and you strengthen each other through your weaknesses, through your pain, and whatever you're strong in, I take what you're strong in and I can apply it to my weakness in my life and vice versa. But we need to stop playing church because everybody don't got it all together and we got to somehow get past that. We got through all this cliche, we're getting through COVID-19, we're getting through all this stuff and we still don't get it. Why? Because we still wallowing in the fact that, oh man, the church is closed. No, you are the church, ladies and gentlemen, and in order for you to get through your pain through this pandemic, get through your pain through the food stuff, all the nonsense going on, I'm not saying be insensitive to it. What I am saying is don't feed into it. Ask God to strengthen you through it because he will. If you don't ask him, he's not going to do it for you. So I'm going to say all this to say this because I'm taking all the time and I don't want to take too much time because it's not my show. So pretty much my, his grace is, is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10, coming out of 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. Verse 10, therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. Not Bishop's sake, not my mama's sake, but Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I'm done. Coach, back to you. Well, now, okay. now, 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 let me tell you, y'all, now we're going to understand this. Now, 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 here's the joy. Now, y'all, get the pen out, write this down, and use this every time you go through something. Here is the, here's the joy in this. Your pain will help you find your purpose. That's the joy. Your pain will help you find your purpose. Uh, your yeah. pain will help you find your purpose. Let your pain help you find your purpose. Because there's a purpose in going through the pain. Okay, y'all? That is the joy in, in pain. It can sometimes lead you to your purpose. And see, all this stuff that I've been through, I understand now why. I understand because now I'm sharing my pain and praying that it will help someone avoid some of the hurt that I've had to endure and overcome. Endure and overcome. Now, I ain't forgot it, but I didn't release that pain. I know that it was painful, and I can tell you from See, I don't have to tell nobody else's story. If somebody asks me about what it's like to lose a son to murder, oh, I can tell you. Someone will ask about what it is to have a son sitting in a jail who you don't believe did that by no means. Oh, I can tell you. Someone asked you, ask me, uh, 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 how does it feel to have to trust the Lord in spite of it all? Oh, I can tell you. Not from somebody else's experience, but from my own. And that's another thing we got to learn to do, people. Don't be trying to use somebody else's pain to tell them how to find joy in it. 
You don't know. Now you can say I have an ideal, but some people, this is what's, what's going on with God's people today too. I will sit right there and try to use highly situations, highly star situations, and tell them about raising an autistic grandson or an autistic child. How am I going to do that? I don't know. I can tell you what I can do. Now, you know, my friend, she does have an autistic grandson that she is raising. Let me ask her about that. Better yet, let me see if it's okay for me to give you her information. Or can I have your information to give to her so when she decides to call you? That's what we got to do. We got to stop trying to sit, sit in each other's lane. Get in your lane of pain. Share your pain. And when you don't know about that pain for sure verbatim, you give them this little tidbit. Like I said, I can't tell you what it is to raise an autistic child. But I hear what you're saying. Some of those things she, she shared with me. But let me, let me, you know, let me try to figure out how I can connect you to. Start connecting people who's going to, I can't tell you what it is to be addicted to drugs. I don't know. But I know I've watched someone be addicted to drugs and ended up getting dragged along with my pain trying to hold on and find joy in trying to fix it. Some things are too big for you to fix. You got to turn them over to people that can understand that. That's, been to, that's why they got Alcohol Anonymous. That's why they got N.A. That's why they got grief store, grief counseling. Y'all can read all the books you want. You can read the books. The books will give you knowledge, but I'm going to tell you walking through it will give you that wisdom to get through it. It will give you the wisdom you need. Read all the books you want. Thank you for the knowledge. But let me get some wisdom because, uh, well, no, no, y'all, wait a minute. Let me keep it real. Y'all know I'm the reality. No, I've learned sometimes let me read. And try to avoid that pain. If I can read somebody's book and it makes sense to me, I'm going to take their word for it. Because let me tell you what I do know. I have seen enough people addicted to substances to know. I don't want to even try. Uh-uh. I ain't bigger than that. Uh-uh. I'm not going to let the devil tempt me and tell me that you can survive that you bigger than that. You, It ain't going to get you. I'm telling y'all, crack is addictive and it don't take me to go cry to look at somebody else who I knew was a pillar in the community and let that little bit take them down, I'm good. I will take their pain and I will find joy in knowing that I ain't got to go through that because they went through it for me and I'm going to thank them. I'm thanking people now because they're letting, and and let me tell y'all something. If you think that your pain is shameful, (laughs) don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of because guess what? Somebody's going through something worse than you. And your pain can help somebody avoid something. God don't let you go through things to hoard it all to yourself. Share your pain. Don't be ashamed. Because guess what? That's how the devil uses us to keep us locked up. That's how he uses it. He uses our silence to keep us locked up in this mad mental madness. That's why people losing their mind. Because they're not telling. That's why he... Trust me, ain't nothing you going through somebody ain't going through or going to go through or can help you get through it. Trust me. Share your story. That's how we going, that's how God gets the glory and Satan can be defeated. If he can, if, I promise you, people see me looking like I look, they will not know and they will know that there is a God. 
because there's no way she could do it on her own. No way. It's got to be something that, that's carrying that sister, that's keeping her rooted, keeping those boots strong. It's got to be something. It ain't her own, it ain't of her own, Mike. So, y'all, I'm telling you, people got to see the glory of God in spite of what you're going through. Let your pain be patient. Be some faith in the flesh. Let your pain help somebody else. Bless somebody because your pain serves a purpose for somebody else too. It serves a purpose for you, but it's purposeful for somebody else. It's purposeful. It's purposeful. A word. It sounds good. Is it yes. a word? Yes. Purposeful is a word. Oh, okay. Well, you know, because I'll make up a word in a minute. Thank you, Holly Star. But that's all I got to say about that, y'all. But if you understand it, y'all put some lights in here. Y'all pass this stuff on because I'm telling you, God is using this platform to help people dealing with some real issues and some real pain and need some real stuff coming from real people. We ain't talking about stories that somebody else went through. We're talking about what we have been through and we're going through and we're going to watch God pull us through it, y'all. He's going to. We're going to trust and believe because we got that kind of faith. We got that right now faith. We ain't got that life switch faith. Oh, I'm going to turn it on today, turn it off tomorrow. If you got life switch faith, you 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 might not want to might not want to try to play with God like that. If you're going to believe him or you're not. If you're going to trust or you're not going to trust. That's just it. That's just it. In spite of what you're going through, in spite of what you're doing, even if you ain't living accordingly, he can still use you. He's using me. I'm not perfect. None of us are. Even on our worst day, we'll still be as a dirty rag. Y'all, I'm so dirty sometimes, but I'm still looking good because I know God is in me. I still got that glow. I still got that anointing that covers me. You can do the same thing. Don't think that this is something that you can't accomplish. You can. But you have to be willing so God can. You got to be willing so God can. If you're not willing, God can't. Because he ain't going to beat you to pray. He ain't going to fight to love you. He don't have to fight. He don't have to fight. Jesus didn't have to fight when he carried that cross. He didn't have to fight for you to love him. It was people that loved him in spite of. He, when you know that you know, you ain't got to fight for love. If you got to fight to love somebody, you're going to have to learn to shake the dust from your feet and trust God all the way. And God, if it's God's will, it'll come right on the ramp. He'll fix it to where you can deal with it. Now, you know, uh, I know we're getting close to the hour. Let me see what time is it. 7.47. I don't want to hog anybody. I want everybody to get an opportunity to give us a closing remark because you guys are phenomenal. I I, I, I mean, I, I cannot do this without you all. I cannot do it without you all. Thank you so much for being in the corner. Mr. Lance in Michigan, give us your little closing remark real quickly, please. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. And uh been listening in on everybody. And, of course, there's some wisdom there. There's this thing that the Lord gave me some time ago in my imperfections, and it was exist in your life to ruin your mistakes. Don't let your mistakes ruin your life. And so I spend each day looking at the things that I've done wrong so I can work on getting it right. And there's a lot of folks running around still inside of them. Gross. And, you know, I know God's got a purpose for me. I know God's got a purpose for me. Well, God created man with a purpose. 
and that's to glorify him in pain and joy and strength and weakness and coming and going. That's our purpose, to glorify God. Now, what we do in our purpose in glorifying God, that's what changes. Feeding the homeless, whether you take food to the local soup kitchen, whether you go feed the elderly, whether you taking food and dropping it off, you're still feeding people that's hungry, clothing them. Whether you're going and buying clothes and taking them to the local thrift shop, to the local church, or to somebody you know who need them, you're still doing what God told you to do. And in all things that we do, whether we eat or drink, sleeping, whatever we do, we do all unto the glory of God. And as soon as people realize that is exactly what our purpose is, we have no other purpose but to glorify God. And that's what you all do each and every time you come on this show. Every time Chris sits down and fire up that equipment, he's glorifying God. Every time he get up and take care of his household, he's glorifying God. Every time you, sisters, get on here and share what God is doing in your life, you are fulfilling the purpose in which he created you for, and that's glorifying him. And I thank God I got the opportunity to watch y'all do it. Well, hear y'all do it, but you know what I'm saying. And that's all I'm Got saying. Gotcha. Okay, Holly Star. Uh, well, no. Let me get let me let me get um firecracker. Thank you, Mr. Lance and Michigan. Firecracker, give us your remark, please. Um, my closing remarks are that um I was thinking about everybody thinking about the pandemic. The pandemic, the pandemic and it popped into my mind and it said, what about the sin pandemic? And I was like, sin pandemic? How? You see, where did that sin in at? And I began to think upon it and I said, Lord. And my mind said, we need to be worried about the sin pandemic, not the COVID pandemic. Hmm. Well, now that's a closing remark there. Mm. Out. And and look, that's one of the ones that said during that time. There it is. There's now now, now firecracker. Now you know you didn't you didn't you didn't struck a little piece of pain there, but I'm gonna find a joy in it. But you did that one. Now that's a closing remark. Okay, oh, now Holly Stark. Come on, give us your closing remarks real quickly. Okay, real quickly, uh, we were, we've talked about our sons, and one thing that some people may not know is that my son was murdered for sharing the Word of God. He one day asked me for a Bible, and he read the Bible. On June 16th, he asked me for a Bible, and he read that Bible in 33 days. And in that, after 33 days, he began trying to share that word with, with a female that he was really crazy about. And uh, long story short, killed for that reason. And so this little verse of the Bible says, uh, and it was violent, but it, this is Matthew. And I'm in Matthew today, y'all. I just am loving Matthew today. But it says, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. 
So I know that my son is in heaven, and he is, I mean, you know, kind of, he's in, he's in first class. <laughs> he's in first class. That's the way I feel. So that's how I got that joy. That's how I turned something that I, I go through every day. You know, um, I have a lot of things in my life that can't that can cause me pain, but on this day when we work, when we have the topic of of making finding joy in your pain, that scripture came to me of uh, Matthew five, verse eleven, and it just it, he he was standing up for the word of God, and what about you know I mean. I don't have any other words to say, but I've got joy that he is there, that that blessed are they, that he will reap his rewards in heaven. And right now, those rewards being reaped in heaven are a whole lot more fun than these uh, trials and tribulations we're facing here today. So that's all I have to say. I'm sure I've enjoyed tonight, y'all. Great. Now, Holly, I have to say, honey. When when God gave you that scripture, that is some joy and some pain. I I I mean to know that you know your son died trying to share the word of God with somebody. Girl, that's enough to make you shout. That's a shout moment. Oh, that's a oh my God moment. Yes, it is. Oh my God. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But excuse me. There it is. There it is. Excuse me. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, excuse me. I don't mean to jump in, but I got to jump in. Sister, you are the prime example of blessed to they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. See, you're being comforted right now with your yep. son. You, 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 that is prime. Um, Chris, to tell you, I'm that Matthew, Mark, Luke, John guy. I mean, I say that, that's my block. And to hear what you're saying, there are people who will never understand that without the joy of God, all they'll have is grief. And it doesn't say, blessed are those who grieve. He said, blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Your son, both of you ladies, in your mourning, you are being comforted. And I thank God that I'm here to witness it. Thanks for having me on here, Chris. Thanks for doing it. I've been learning from women my whole life, and I'm blessed to be learning right now. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you so Amen. much. Thank you so much. And, and, and you know, um, let me say this, you guys. This, I am, God is opening so many doors for me at this moment, and I'm telling you, I am walking blindly, but I am walking in faith because I live in the evidence of things unseen. I do know that where we are right now is not the final stop. Y'all better buckle up and follow along because God is moving us quickly and swiftly and fast. And I don't want you all to miss a moment. So here's what I'm having to do. I'm having to do my move my show from Monday night to Thursday night. Aww. So you guys, this coming Monday coming up, you will not see the reality coach. Holly Star, Firecracker, TNT, Mr. Lance in Michigan, and all of these other great people. I don't know where Sly Guy is. I guess he's, he's somewhere. He gonna, he'll be here too. Uh, but uh, I'm having to move to Thursday because God has opened up an opportunity for me to serve in a bigger capacity here right in my city. 
and I am willing to do it because that's what we're here to do. We're here to be servants. And sometimes, you guys, you have to make the necessary adjustments because if you're willing, God can. And I'm willing so God can do all things. And he's doing some great things here in my city. So, you guys, stay tuned. I will put a flyer out explaining what day we will come on. We will be on Thursday starting on the 27th of August. Thursday starting from 6 to 8 p.m. And it's because when God says move, you've got to move and you've got to be willing and obedient because God can do all things. So, you guys, I will be moving the show. The Reality Coach will be coming in on Monday. I mean, going off on Monday, coming on Thursday. And y'all, I realized, I was like, Lord, why is that some, why everything happening on a Monday? Because God said everything happens on a Monday. So you can go to Thursday, it ain't gonna kill you. You you I'm using you. So much is given, much is required. So you guys, I will start seeing you not this coming Monday, but on the twenty seventh on Thursday, the reality coach will be back with all the crew. Y'all they don't even know they my crew, but they my crew. They look, we a crew. They don't know, they going to Thursday. <laughs> and if they don't know, uh, oh 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 I thought he with great out. power. With great power comes great responsibility, Dorothy. You're going to do great. Well, okay, well, y'all, well, we're going to do great because we all going to Thursday. Don't think y'all, y'all going to Thursday too. Lansing, Michigan, uh, Firecracker, TNT, Fly Guy, all y'all going to Thursday too. We're going to Thursday, y'all. Oh, absolutely. We but I, I, was talking about, I was talking about on your other endeavor. You're going to do great there too, just as great as you're doing here. Awesome. Well, thank you, honey. I received that. Speak that life. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, you guys, we're going to walk in authority. We belong here. We're going to stay here. Even if we have to move our day, we're going to stay here because guess what? Take us out, Chris, with our closing theme song. Central Texas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.